Welcome to the 64th episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is Morgan Benshoff, a painter. Enjoy. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives. And today we have the Morgan Benshoff in here. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, and I want to congratulate you. Um first and foremost for bringing us treats um you know and she brought no no offense to anyone else who's been on the podcast but she brought she made jacob a vegan apple crisp just for him and he's super excited about it (laughs) but she brought apple crisp to the the podcast and that's absolutely amazing and yeah so thank you for that you're welcome you are the best tis the season yes i'm gonna pass the floor (laughs) over to you so tell us a little bit about yourself tell us where you currently are and what you do um well i live in greensboro currently hell yeah and i am a painter but i also have a day job i just work in an office kind of environment right right um and i've been doing that since january um and um, I've kind of been out of my studio lately, yes. which I think we're going to talk about. Yes, that's a, that's but a topic of discussion ideally, today. ideally, I would go there in the evening yes. and on the weekends. Absolutely. Um, before I started working um, in the office that I work at, um, I was a full-time nanny. Well, full-time-ish. So I would like go to the studio in the mornings and be with the kids in the afternoons. It was awesome. I yeah. loved doing it. I did yes. it for like two and a half years. But right. um, this my needs kind of changed and like I just had to I also yeah. needed health insurance oh blah <laughs> you know <laughs> um, but yeah that's what I do and I grew up in Greensboro okay, um, born and I went to school at App in Boone so I was up there for like five years nice nice. I came back here like mm, 2015 okay so recent pretty mm-hmm. recent yeah awesome so and obviously um, you being from App is that how you know Angie? Um, no, I actually found, um, Angie on Instagram. We were both living in Fisher Park and, like, posting oh, okay. stuff and tagging Fisher Park. Yeah. And we knew that each had gone to App, and yeah. we just, like, met for coffee. And, right. Yeah. That's awesome. And could, yeah. Because I met Morgan through Angie. Yeah. Um, Angie the Rose, which we interviewed her forever ago. Um, yeah. And, yeah, that's how I met Morgan, and that's been awesome. I've been wanting to get you on this podcast forever, and I'm finally... Here we are. Yeah, I know. Here we are. <laughs> Apple Crisp later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So tell us where you're obviously going to a little break right now. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But tell us where the interest in painting and creating started. Um, I mean, I always liked to make stuff as a kid. Yeah. I wasn't necessarily making paintings, but I was like, you know, just like I would make like bracelets and like jewelry and like try to sell them at the pool and stuff. <laughs> I was like super into crafts. You were hustling as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I would have my like, my, like uh, pencil box full of like <laughs> my wares. I would go around and like try to stuff. That's just one example but um, I mean I always I love I always enjoyed making things like as a pastime yeah. and it interested me. It held my interest more than other things. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I mean, it was really like middle school and I was like, oh, I can like draw other than or better than other people. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like it. Like yeah. I just like get super into that whatever we were doing in art. I had a good art teacher, which I think makes is like can make or break that. Oh, interest. absolutely. Especially um, that, that young. Yeah. And I would be like really into it and he would encourage me and I would kind of like come up from whenever I was doing look around. And everybody else was like 
checked out like hated what was going on and i was like you're just like i'm not super into it um and then so i just kept taking art in high school where i was lucky to have another really awesome art teacher who was like you know like people do this with their lives like it's not crazy (laughs) i was like also kind of a nerdy student and i was gonna go to college for like i don't know something sciencey or like um like probably science or literature or something um But he was like, you know, you like you can study this. It's not yes, like you can. it's not like, like people do thing. this because he kind of knew I wasn't getting that message from other places. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really glad he did, yeah. and I got, you know, I took all the art classes in high school I could, and I was started painting really large like my senior year of high school, oh, and nice. I really loved it. He would like just give me old canvases of his. Oh really. Um, Oh, blankets. Yeah, like things that I could paint over. You would just gesso over them, and I would, use, you know, it was like a like a six foot canvas or a five foot. And wow, that's huge. Because he kind of was like, "Well, you like all of this stuff. You're really into painting, and like, um, yeah. What about? And also, I had I had seen a fair amount of art because I had gone to Europe to visit family friends a couple times. This is before um, in high, high school. Yeah, I can and I think that's a little. It's a little unusual to have seen like. Uh, really important pieces of like the art canon at that age and so I had like some um kind of idea of like what people have made and and like we're making in the yeah. world and it was like really engaging to me yeah so yeah I don't know I mean definitely cool. had interest in so you have some yeah so you have some early influence through teachers and all that what were your yeah. parents kind of doing because they probably observe you like kind of going this direction <laughs> how were they how were they reacting uh, to that i mean they liked that i liked it they were not into the idea of me going to college exactly that's what, exactly what i'm talking about back there but yeah. like even down to like when i was a freshman my mom was like you know you can just major in business and mine are in <laughs> art and i was like yeah. mom i will die but actually uh my senior year of high school i was like applying to a lot of these to art schools and they have um portfolio days so we Mm -hmm. went to this one in like charlotte i think my dad took me and so i had my portfolio of things i had made and like you go around to the table like wait in line for the schools you're interested in and i really was interested in the school of the art institute of chicago which is like very prestigious oh yeah and my dad was like oh god like he was (laughs) he told me he was like i did we were standing in that line and i was like god because he was just watching the reviewers like tear apart these kids (laughs) just be like this is terrible this is trite this is whatever like you shouldn't do you know and i was like it's just the people i want to hear from you know yeah Um, that's true that's true so i got this woman like flipped through my work and she was just silent the whole time and both me and my dad were like looking at her like holy shit like what what's happening um but she like gave me a pretty good review and she basically was like yeah so anyway like you just have to fill out this form and then you're blah blah blah." and we're like wait what are you talking about like you're kind of like what's going on um it's just like yeah i mean you're it was like approved whatever i was like accepted somehow but she said it in this weird uh way yeah <laughs> and we were both like just what? like wait what are you what are you telling um, me um and so it was really cool um i did not end up going there and i'm super glad i didn't oh, for really? other reasons but okay. i think it was it was at that point my dad was like he saw like how important it was to me and yeah. he saw like people who knew this area of like work um see something in my work and from then he was like okay yeah, like i support you doing this um no which crap. was really awesome. valuable yeah. so my mom took a while to come around your, your dad was like 
you know, honey, she's fine. Well, like, that. Your mom's like, fine. no, she's going to be poor. They're both like, <laughs> they both were business majors and they're yeah. both salespeople and that's what they do. And so yeah. it is a little different. Yeah. Way different. That's amazing. It, and, it's, and that's why I about the parents sometimes because usually parents don't get it. You yeah. Know, they come from just from a different era of just life. And this is very risky. It is very risky. You know, they're definitely not wrong in yeah, their thinking. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's but, definitely made my like post college yeah. these last few years super super difficult. Yeah, and um, I do see, my parents live here and I see them a lot, and so um, I'll be having like a hissy fit, <laughs> like a breakdown. Yeah. And my dad will be like, "I mean, you knew like when you signed up for this yes. that it would make this time of your life really difficult, yes. and it's happening, and it's just we've just gotta yeah. figure it out, yeah. which is true." Yeah. Um, so yeah that's amazing i'm kind of lucky that way. i mean they definitely didn't encourage it. it also my my high school art teacher like talked to them really <laughs> like on my behalf yeah. he was like she can really do this and like it can be okay <laughs> um that's so and cool. that was really good that's cool so yeah so between that and you going to europe and seeing all the work there i guess you went to a lot yeah, of museums and it was stuff just like a couple trips but yeah. i think it just and I also had, um, I have some family in DC and I saw art up there and yes. I just, it just like yeah. makes a difference to have that like visual vocabulary, you know, at any time, mm-hmm. but I think it's a little more rare for high school and high school you're like making drawings of like stuff you see on the internet or yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like a little bit different visual, um, information. Yeah. So that's awesome. And you know. Yeah, that stuff is hanging in museums for a reason. So it's very like, true, you know. It's, it's yeah. There's really nothing too weird or too whatever. I mean, you go to museums, you see everything, you know. There's, yeah, there's and I think really it's nice. really important to see the people who've come before you, like in the same, um, uh, like practices that you have. Yeah. You know, like it's really important for you to look at what other painters have done. One because they've done it already, and two mm-hmm. because like, you know, it all like we're really making things in response to like what's come before and because they've made things like that Mm -hmm. like there's more of a climate now that's receptive to whatever i'm gonna make or you know it's just important absolutely absolutely um but yeah yeah okay awesome so i'm curious what were you mostly drawing slash painting or making when you were in high school did it look like what you're doing now no completely different (laughs) yeah yeah i mean not even until like the middle of college it didn't really look um, I mean, I was doing assignments, which yeah. I think oh, is yeah. good. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of like drawing skills, like visual, um, like drawing from life and, um, you know, just like different high school, we were given prompts and so, yeah, so which had, is also really good practice, yeah. like risk, like creative problem solving. And, yeah. um, when I could work on my own, I usually would paint from an image of some kind, but I, I would abstract it. Okay, um, so you manipulate. Because I really, I feel like even back then I was much more interested in like what the paint was doing than like having something look exactly like right what I was what representing. Were, exactly, exactly. Um, I was much more interested in it like feeling like the thing that it was representing than it really looking like the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just super into paint as a material. I just think it's really yeah. interesting. And That's I, awesome. it took me a while to realize that was like a legitimate. <laughs> way to view making work yeah. i was like i don't know what i'm doing i just like to just make like little things do the yeah. things you yeah. know um but yeah the materiality of it is really interesting i usually try to mention that in my 
um, when I write like a bio or artist statement because it's just that idea of like a thing um, like becoming more than the sum of its parts yeah. you know like yeah. I'm just putting paint down and it's just yeah. stuff yeah. but it like somehow always I don't know there's it's just like it's just interesting to me like yeah. it's endlessly interesting yeah that's why I love so. abstract work you know you kind of make whatever you want you know up in your head about it but I don't know I think it's that's why I wanted to talk to you specifically because like your work just makes me feel a lot of different things so yeah um we'll get into that a little bit okay. I want to go to um <laughs> the transition between you choosing app oh in kind of your after graduation of high school how that how that was looking yeah um I mean, it was a lot about money. Okay, yeah. Uh, and I, my mom really wanted me to tour app, and I was like, no, I don't want to go to app. Everyone goes to app, like, whatever. <laughs> that was a popular choice every Stupid. time, yeah. Um, but I went up there and toured it with the idea. I was like, I'm going to hate this. It's cold. Everyone's grumpy, which I actually do like the cold, but I was just looking for ways to hate it. Yes. But by the end of the tour, I was like, I love this. Yeah, <laughs> app is awesome. Um, I still really miss... I love the area, that area of the state, um, mm-hmm. and I really miss living up there. And for most of the time that I lived up there, I lived, like, way back down this dirt road, like, on a creek in the middle of the woods. It was like, kind of an apartment that was attached to a family's house, but it was in the middle of nowhere. Oh, it was beautiful. God. And I could hear, like, the creek through the windows. Oh, and, wow. Um, That's cool. Yeah, it was just lovely up there. And I'm really glad that I ended up there because I ended up having, like, a lot of um, issues with mental health and like Mm -hmm. depression and I had to take time off school and Mm -hmm. I was just closer to my support and I was in a better place to have that support than I would have been if I went to some very prestigious school. Also, I was kind of like, even as a high school senior, I was like, wow, that's a lot of money to spend on an undergrad. Oh gosh. (laughs) Like maybe if I was getting my MFA, it'd be worth Yes, go to Chicago for that. Uh, but But I just didn't think I was ready for that. I was like having some other issues out, like outside of my work and yeah um and that really that continued to like influence my work too but yeah I don't know I'm I'm glad I ended up there I had really good mentors there and teachers Mm -hmm. and um I really enjoyed I wasn't super plugged into the community there until my fifth year because I just was not healthy like it was really hard for me to um, show up to class and like mm-hmm. be present and do the things I needed to do yeah. and spend the time on my work that I needed to spend because I just wasn't I had to take care of some other stuff first yeah um but I did I ended up taking time off of school and I addressed those things and um it was really good I changed a lot and yeah. that's good um when I went back to like finish I really in the middle when I took time off I was like I'm not gonna I'm gonna change my major and I'm gonna do something more practical I'm not gonna like finish my BFA yeah and I was in counseling at the time yeah. and I like went in to tell my counselor that because we had been discussing it and I was like made my decision I was supposed to go and tell her my decision and I like went into her office and sat down and like I was ready to say like I'm gonna like change it to psychology or to something and I just like burst into tears I was like I'm gonna finish my BFA (laughs) because I like didn't know until that moment that that's really what I wanted to do because it just seems so impractical but it's I just felt like there was something in my work that wasn't finished yeah and I still feel that way and I'm glad I did it and I had like the best fifth year ever and the people who were also finishing like my BFA show at the same time as me Mm -hmm. are amazing and I still really am impressed by them and their work and I love to see what they're doing and I loved talking to them about their work um and it was really great I had 
awesome professors. That's awesome. So let's talk about more, I guess, in depth as far as the classes, the techniques that you learned, and kind of what, yeah. how'd you form your style that you have right now from those classes? I'm sure a lot of it was like self exploration, but I'm sure some classes yeah. you had were very vital to, you know, what you're doing now. Um, yeah, I mean, in in painting or at least at app you can kind of just do whatever you want yeah so <laughs> it's just, free range uh i mean definitely the beginning classes are more assignment based yeah, you know um right. but i was lucky to have teachers who could like see what was different and unique to my work and sort of push that and ask me about it and yeah. help me explore that and also did that for other students whose work was very different than mine mm -hmm. you know so i had um um, yeah, I just, we had good critiques yeah. and good, um, like, for the most part, just good support as far as, like, like, here's, also, like, a critique atmosphere, I think it's really helpful for that, because you're, like, yeah. you've worked on this thing for a long time, and you hang it up next to everybody else's things, yeah. and you're like, whoa, mine looks really different, and, like, why, or, like, how is it, like, just that context helps you kind of narrow down and like see what you're actually doing and, mm -hmm. and like what you're addressing in your work that is different mm -hmm. um, from other people so i just think that's what i mean art school helps you do that yeah, you know absolutely. so it's kind of but it is it's pretty self-directed like you nobody's gonna do that for you but Not there is support all. there to help you like kind of narrow down and, and make yeah. your work more both more like technically beautiful and like cra well crafted but yeah. also conceptually sound and like so that you're able to talk about what you're doing yeah. and like kind of see what you're you know just to be able to talk about your work in general absolutely so. and that's why it's kind of a battle with me because i'm like i was here as a battle and going to school for art and just doing it by yourself but it seems like you like the atmosphere that app had with the critiques yeah. and all that kind of stuff too so that's good that's yeah really that's good. really helpful it's yeah. really terrifying yeah. and hard at yeah, first like we're very, yeah, yeah like at first you're like i hate critiques terrible. <laughs> i'm like sweating yeah. like this is horrible i hate talking about my work but then now that you like come around to this you just get used to it and then you're like i need it like i need yeah. the, the critique like this thing yeah. you hated you're like Oh, I just want to sit around and talk about my work with other people and talk about their work and yeah. get really yeah like wax poetic about it and talk about like the art world and all the bullshit and all that. Yeah, all the bullshit. <laughs> so, yeah, cool. I mean, I definitely miss that. I I did enjoy one once I could like fully show up and and do the stuff that I had to do like mm -hmm. practically like go to class. Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, Once exactly. I could do that, exactly. the academic um, kind of art whole thing was a lot better for me and i really enjoyed it i yeah. wish i had had more than one year of that but yeah one is better than none <laughs> absolutely absolutely so through the little the bump in the road while you were in school were you painting then or did that help you come out of it or were you, did you stop doing everything completely um i was painting a little bit like when i took time off just yeah. in my home like in a yeah, sketchbook yeah um but i wasn't i mean there's there definitely have been periods where i don't yeah. work for a while yeah and i think for my work i used to feel really guilty about that or like mm. i wasn't showing up for my work i wasn't yeah. like doing the work that needed to be done but uh my work is really related to like my internal kind of atmosphere Absolutely. Absolutely. and 
I think now, like, over time, when I look back, that's just a part of my process. I don't think it's necessarily good or bad. It's just... Yeah. I can think about work for months and months and months. Like, well, like, sometimes people ask me how long it takes to make a painting, and I'm like, well... (laughs) It can take months to start a painting. And then usually once it starts, it finishes pretty quickly. But, like, all that time before... is part of making it too for me yeah and it's not that i am like pre-planning i never know really what something will look like before i start right it's just like the getting myself into the right mood and like headspace and and like whatever i've been thinking about or considering like in other areas kind of comes through a bit perfect but cool this is a good segue actually because i want you to go into your work and so after after college you, you like you finish the rest of it off obviously um, and that was in 2000. Uh, I graduated in 2015. 15. Yeah. That's when you came back here, right? Yeah. Cool. It, um, at the at end of the summer. Yeah. Right. So, I guess after that, were you? Did you know what you wanted to do? <laughs> like no. Yeah. That's I was. Yeah. <laughs> I just like moved into a big old house in Fisher Park with two friends, and I didn't have a job, and. Um, I ended up waiting tables for a while at a mm-hmm. place that I had waited tables before. Yeah. It was terrible. I didn't make any money. I worked every day a week just Ugh. to pay rent. And um, it was really hard. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. probably the hardest several months of my life. Yeah. Um, and then I was kind of just looking for work and I found I was not looking to be a nanny, but mm-hmm. I just happened to see this posting and it. Um, I was like, well, like, this can maybe work. And they were older kids. And I was mm-hmm. like, I can still have the mornings to myself and, and do my work. I didn't have a studio at that point, but I was just working in, in the house. Um, and so I found that, and I just did that for, like, doing that two and a half years. Working. And it was great. Yeah. I loved being with those kids. Yeah. <laughs> I really, yeah. I like uh, home life, and I'm good at that. And I don't mind, like, housework, and I like talking to kids, like, especially older kids. And, yeah. Um. And I like kind of teaching the teaching aspect that comes with that, right. and it was good. Yeah. I mean, of course, the whole time I was doing it, I was like, I'm just a nanny, and it's, I'm getting older, and what do I do? I and like, know. I'm not, I don't even have a real job. But yeah. like looking back on it, I was like, that was great. Yeah, it was a good experience. <laughs> like, I'm glad I did that for Absolutely. the time that I did because it was super chill and yeah. And you can also focus good. on your own personal work. It wasn't really yeah, that much of a pressure to do whatever. Yeah. So. Your personal work. So this is what I'm super excited about. So how, what are you expressing in this, and what's your creative process to making these pieces? Obviously you said it takes months sometimes to make a piece. What is going yeah. through your head when you're doing each of these? Are you, are you expressing what you're feeling or you're mm-hmm. seeing or other things? Or where's it, where's it all coming from? I mean, it definitely can be about a feeling or a color or something. Um, it definitely I do a lot of studies that really are much more about that mm-hmm. or about um, just like exploring something and and often like they're more drawing based my studies that or they can be mm-hmm. but when I make a large painting it's usually um, I feel like you could say it's mood based because it's no. like I have to like I'm in that <laughs> space that feels just right and um, it's much more of a like physical experience or like a, a meditative experience than it is a let me like you know make this thing that like represents something else um i i don't know it's like i 
I make it and then often I can look back at it and be like oh this was about that or like this was but it takes time it takes time for me to recognize like oh yeah there's like a feeling of this and this work and that probably has to do with like what I was considering at that time but um I'm really into like texture and softness and like the physicality of painting in like I'm interested in how different marks look um like you can see when something is done like when something is fast or a mark is slow Mm -hmm. um and that's a really simple way to talk about it like I it's just fun for me like I love it but I think it also um it ends up being something more than just that right exactly because when I'm I'm looking at this one over here on the iPad I'm like just going through them I'm getting a rush of different just scenarios (laughs) and feelings in my head of like where where maybe it's coming from you know yeah and I guess by softness you mean softness as in the colors the light colors yeah I mean the colors are soft but I also think the whole vibe of my work is often pretty soft or it has been in the past I think it is changing a little bit um but uh somebody once in a critique said they thought my work was really affirming and I thought that was a good way to say it like um, it's kind of a, it's definitely representative of me, but like whatever is in me is probably also in you at some point. Like it's, there's a universal kind of, uh, thing that it represents. That's not a yeah. good way to put it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they kind of, a lot of them, I feel like feel more intimate. You have to kind of get close to them to mm-hmm. see like some of the smaller stuff that's going on and they're pretty quiet. I mean, they're not like really bold and and loud and um but i really like that Um, i think i was making that two at a time in my life when i really needed that Mm -hmm. like needed that experience or feeling um so because i was not that way like in myself (laughs) right right um so that's probably one way to to explain it but yeah i love that that's wonderful it's like I don't know. I just I, I I keep going through them. It's like wow, yeah. this is pretty crazy. Cause I'm wondering like you get your canvas and you kind of you know getting your kind of ideas together, everything, and like I wonder how it you transfer that. You know what I'm saying? Cause mm-hmm. it's almost like you know you just it just you're just doing it and it just happens. But I'm sure you're very. The Free Piece of Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. Precise in your movements when you're on the canvas, you know? It definitely starts out a lot looser. And and I just kind of am, like, going for it. And I'm, like, whatever. Um, I feel like it's, it's really related to a kind of meditation and maybe, like, the experience. One of my professors in, um, at app, uh, taught us about um calligraphy like chinese and japanese calligraphy and when they make marks they like stew basically tai chi beforehand right they like are (laughs) gathering like this energy that's like from the earth and it's in their body and it maybe for 10 minutes they'll have the brush ready and but they won't make the mark until it's like just right and it's um and it's an expressive mark it's not a perfect mark it like has energy flowing through it right so it feels kind of like that i feel like it's related to that idea and it's definitely looser at first but i'm also super into just like formal abstract 
composition. So like once I have something already down, it becomes a much more like puzzle like process yeah, to yeah. make it work as like a visual composition. It becomes a little bit more academic at that point, probably. Yeah. Like it's um, and there are definitely layers. I usually make stain paintings, so it's like. Um, there's a lot of movement and sort of irregularity in the first layers because I'm not painting on a primed surface. The pigment's just like going into the, yeah. the fabric. Um, and there's, it's a lot to do with water and like how the materials are moving. And then as I build up and get into like thicker layers on top, that becomes more formal and sort of like, um, it's definitely about where things are sitting and like yes. relating on the canvas. And it's, they're not like, I guess they're shapes and marks, yeah. but it's not like a image of anything. Right, right, right. So, I'm wondering when I'm looking at these pieces, when do you, when do you know you're done? <laughs> that was like the hardest thing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I can only imagine. I have ruined so many paintings because I will just get lazy and just start on like one or two and I'm like, I don't yeah. want to stretch more canvas. I don't want to do whatever. Yeah. But if I'm not working on like seven pieces at a time because it's fun for me to paint, I'll just keep painting on them until they are trash. You're just like, no, is, you can't really erase it. Oh my <laughs> God, I do it so much. It's, yeah, it's definitely a... Um, a thing that I'm still learning. Yeah. But I have noticed it's better if I'm working on multiple things and going back and forth. And, like, then I can really consider before I touch it, like, what it needs yeah. versus being like, this is just fun and it feels like, good. I'm, I'm just going, going for it. Whatever. And then I step back and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> this was good 10 layers ago. <laughs> was good a week ago. What am I doing? Yeah. I do that so much. But, um, that's all right. I mean, yeah. It's fine. I definitely make way more bad paintings than I do good paintings. Right. But I think that's kind of common. That's every art, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But that's crazy. It's crazy to think that when you're looking at a painting like this or other abstract works that there's 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 layers. Like it's, I feel like it's, yeah. that's so wild to think about when looking at some of these pieces. It's like, wow, mm -hmm. under that, I don't know what's there. There's probably something that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it does like come through. Um, like it makes a difference to what's on top, you know, like what's yeah. sitting on top. Like you, yeah. it there's just like a visual texture that is right different right. than if you just did the thing on top that was on top you know yeah. um yeah and i actually i do a lot of studies with like watercolor on yeah. paper because watercolor moves a lot in the same way as uh, as like acrylic stains yeah on a canvas and so i can pra i like mess up those a lot but they're, it's good practice yeah. um because watercolor you cannot remove like there's no going back to the whiteness of the Nothing paper you can do putting on, yeah throw it away um, yeah, and I do, or I just like flip the page, and um, so I do a lot of like. Um, I tend to practice a lot of like composition kind of things that yeah. way, and it's sort of how I warm up too. Like when I go in the studio. Absolutely, that's that's crazy. I'm, I'm sure there's like a, some kind of. I don't know if it's long or short process before you get started with these, and I'm sure there's a lot of pre pre planning and practice and all that kind of stuff. But that's pretty crazy. What do you use, what tools or resources do you use to kind of, I guess, advance your craft? Are you looking at, like, maybe studying YouTube videos, or do you read any books, or how do you kind of yeah. keep it all in your head? Um, I mean, I definitely read a lot. I like to read about creative processes. I really like to read um, writers talking about their creative process. Because, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I think that they maybe do it a little better than a lot of visual art. 
Oh, wow. I don't know. They just have good. That's true, actually. I just, yeah. And it's different, yeah. but it, it, it's the same in some ways. Um, so I definitely read about, like, people's creative practices. Okay. As far as, like, I guess you're kind of just talking about inspiration. Right? Yeah, in like, a way, but just, I guess, your technique of, like, how do you keep your, I guess, your skills, Yeah. like, so intact, I guess, you could, is a better way to say it. I do, don't do really. Don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't I mean, it's not, that's not a bad <laughs> answer like at all. It's not a... Um, yeah. Well, one thing... I'll tell you one thing that I haven't been doing that I think I should be doing that could really affect um, yeah. how my painting paintings look is um, having a drawing practice. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I have not been doing that for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And drawing... Like, drawing is really hard. Yeah. Um, and it definitely is something you can be a little naturally maybe more inclined to, but it's a practice. And, um, when I'm doing that, I just feel like it's like a physical, it's like a practice for your hand. Like you're much more likely to just go to a service and make a better mark. If you have been doing that. Right. And I'm talking about drawing from life too, you know? Um, and it also sort of adds, I feel like it adds to my vocabulary of like shapes and, textures that I may not otherwise be thinking about or remembering if I hadn't been doing that. Absolutely. So, like, that could be one way. But as far as painting, I just sort of do it. Just paint, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm kind of careful about making colors, and I'm often really frustrated by, like, that I can't get the color that I want. And yeah. it's probably because I haven't been buying the right paint or, like, doing the right things, <laughs> like, mixing right. Um, I'm pretty yeah. snobby about color. Of course. Um... But as far as, like, materials and other stuff, I just use, I use house painting brushes. Like, my favorite brushes are nasty, crusty. Oh, God. Like, things that make a texture that is interesting oh, to yeah, me. You know, that. not, yeah. like, I don't really use very much expensive materials. Yeah. I just, I don't know, I'll do whatever, use whatever I need yeah. to use to. Yeah. I use sponges and rags and oh, stuff yeah, sometimes. For, just to, like, wipe on, like, stains. Kind yeah. Of, I don't know. I always wonder how you get some of the, I guess, blotches. I don't, I guess, I don't know if blotches is a good word, but... No, that's a good word. Yeah. I call them blobs. Yeah, blobs. I'm like, is she using a brush? Or <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I'm using then. a brush, like, the really loose, soft ones. I'm, I'm, you, so I'm painting right onto the fabric, and I'm priming it with a mixture of alcohol and water to, like, sort of loosen the fibers and let things, the, the alcohol sort of breaks down whatever's on the canvas and, like, let stuff sit mm-hmm. more in the fibers. And then I make a really loose mixture of, like, acrylic and other things. And sometimes I pour it on, but I often brush it on with, like, a big, fat brush. And it just sort of, like, moves on its own and it fades. Like, I never know what it's going to look like the next day when it's totally dry at that point. But I think that's exciting. Yeah, it's it's very experimental and, like, you Mm -hmm. see what happens. Mm -hmm. How do you choose what size these are going to end up being? I mean, I mean, obviously, you got to get a canvas. Yeah, i got to do know. that first. <laughs> so, how do you, like, is it random or? I mean, sometimes it's just whatever I have sitting around. Yeah. But I, I do prefer to paint on things that are about the size of myself. <laughs> um, sure. You know, I just, there's more room and I can do a little more. I've always liked work that was about the size of, of the body. I think that's yeah. a really interesting like visual experience to have. Yeah. Yeah, or not even, but just, like, the size of your toy. Like, you can walk up to it, and it's, you know, about the size of, like, your vision, your, like, field of vision. And I think there's something about that that's a bit more of a personal experience in viewing art Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for other people, too. I mean, I also make smaller things because there's not that much space. Like, I can't make huge things 
all the time. So, um, but yeah, I, I build my stretcher bars and just stretch the canvas and I usually have some ready and I, so I sort of have an idea of like the size I want it to be. Yeah. And it's often not exact because I'm not that good of a carpenter. So I'm like, oh, I want it to be like four feet. And then I like cut something wrong. I'm like, okay, it's three feet, seven and three quarters inches. It's, it's fine. close enough. We're going to round it up to four. It'd be five. But, but yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Perfect. So before we get into the little break to hiatus that you're on right now, um, can you tell us maybe a top few artists that inspire you? As yeah. Far as doing these um, work? I always say my favorite artist, which just may not really be true. No, I think it is true. <laughs> still <laughs> is, um, Cy Twombly, which okay. is a very strange name. Um, but he was a abstract expressionist in like the sixties. Not really part of the, like New York school and all the, the, big guys i mean he was affiliated so, yeah. but um his work is so beautiful and when i was making some of these paintings in college i had them up in a critique and um you know i was just doing the thing like whatever like that orangey one i think that's on my website mm-hmm. um i made that and i was in a critique and someone was like oh you must really look at Cy twombly's work a lot and i was like who and then i was like oh my god like i went to look at his because he uses a lot of the rosy kind of warm colors that i was using at the time and Mm -hmm. then i still use but his work is also super physical and i think to people who don't appreciate painting or art really it's nonsense um but it is so gorgeous to me i'm so inspired yes (laughs) and i got to go see like the biggest collection of his work I think that's in the States, um, in Houston last summer. And it was like a holy experience for me. It was so good. Yeah, that's crazy. So I love his work. He is a lot about mark making. He will like scrawl and write scribble in his paintings. And he kind of references like mythology and Yo, um, that's cool. literature a lot. Yeah. Like the themes, but but not visually, you know, but that's what he's thinking about um, or was thinking about when he was making these. So. I really love him. Also, Helen Frankenthaler is an obvious choice because she was a stain painter at yeah. the time when that came to be a thing. Um, so, t- as far as technique goes, her work is pretty close. Yeah. Um, and I really I saw Mary Weatherford's work online a couple months before. ago. Yeah. Um, so cool. Yeah. I had never seen it before. It, she is making big, like expressive, um, non-objective works with like a lot of using paint in a similar way that I do and then she's like stringing this uh these thin pieces of neon light oh, wow. like right off the canvas they're like hovering in front sort of and the color that happens there and Probably just like crazy. the and sort of makes them look like they're moving and I'm just also really into this vis- visually of like this beautiful perfect square like paint and then it's got this like cord and then a neon thing and then the cord coming off of it like i'm just something about that is really good to me uh just aesthetically yeah (laughs) but yeah so those are a few people that's awesome so there's a little variety there which is really good yeah i mean all painters for sure yeah i love to look at other work i really like craft too um and i look at all kinds of work but yeah like i'm referencing painters because that's sort of my like had a teacher who called me your like art ancestors <laughs> like who came before you like in the same yeah, vein of what you're cool. making yes, you be, and yeah. like that really is that's, yeah, that's like what it is. and you sort of have to they paved the way for kind of where you're going yeah and it's important to know the context in which you're making things yeah, you know absolutely 
That's awesome. But so, yeah, good for writing. You mentioned some, also mentioned writing earlier that you you enjoy, you know, yeah. like a writing process. It's good. It's all over the place. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have much of a writing practice. I take notes a lot, but I like to read about... I mean, I read a Other lot. Other writers. I read a lot, and I love to read about writers' processes. Yeah, processes. And so craftspeople's processes. Exactly. And artists' processes. Yeah, so that's good. It's interesting. I let people knowing that artists actually have... Um, inspirations outside of their own medium you know which yeah. is very very nice yeah um cool so let's go to kind of like i think what's a very important part of interview and your life right now mm-hmm. so you kind of taken a little step back um yeah and you kind of <laughs> and for people who listen part it's like well, why are you talking to her then yeah you know um no i think it's very i mean i think a lot of artists on here talk about taking breaks all the time i mean you know that's it's, yeah it's very important to do that you know and most artists you know have either are going to do it or have done it you know it's just a I've done it before, and, yeah. and you know, it's, just, it's it's very important. Yeah, and it's definitely not a negative thing. Yeah. I mean, it kind of happened to me in a negative way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I really chose <laughs> to yeah. do it. I don't know. I just, um, I have a studio here in town, yeah. and there were some issues there with, mm-hmm. like, damage, and a lot of my work got damaged for a second time in a way that, like, could have been easily prevented yeah. um, at the beginning of the summer, and... It was super frustrating for me, and I was really mad. And I had to throw a lot of stuff away. And mm-hmm. um, that happened, and I had to wait on repairs there. And, like, there's, it was a frustrating situation in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just sort of, like, covered all my stuff, and I haven't made work in, like, months. Right, right. <laughs> Which right. part of me, uh, kind of before that happened, I was already struggling with that, and I was feeling guilty about it, um, about, like, not showing up to do my work but um I've been adjusting to like this job that I have now and it's Mm -hmm. really different I thought I would feel a lot better in the evenings or be ready to like go and do stuff um after I come home but I'm I'm not really experiencing that um like working full-time is super exhausting even though I'm like sitting down all day like doing it but I it's really draining like in other ways um and so that hasn't been going well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just sort of like buttoned down my studio and went to the lake every weekend this summer. And um, I kind of thought maybe I would stop painting. I'm just, I have all this stuff. Like I'm making, there's all these paintings sitting there. There's not even room for me to make new ones. Yeah. I haven't been really showing my work. It's I'm not selling it really. And like, this is silly. And yeah. I've got to live my life and pay all these bills. And I'm paying this extra bill. Mm-hmm. And maybe it just shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I thought about it for like months as I was laying on the dock doing whatever I was doing, yeah, reading, whatever. Going, um, going the water. Yeah. Uh, and I and I used to be like, it's definitely I'm an overthinker, and so I tend to like think about things more than I should, and I when I should just be like doing something about it. Yeah. Um, and I feel a lot of like guilt about that kind of, especially in regards to my work. But I read this. Um, I think it was actually a, in a horoscope this summer. <laughs> um, it was this line. What was it? It just said, like, it was kind of like an, an affirmation horoscope. And it said, imagination is as important as action. Mm-hmm. And when I read it, I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, but, but I just sort of mulled on it for a few days. And I was like, you know, like, maybe at this point in my process, it, it can be. Like, I spent a lot of months thinking about whether I should keep painting and I sort of was like well if I'm thinking about this much I probably should keep painting Mm -hmm. and so I thought about my work a lot and like where I wanted it to go and and like what I was interested in doing like in coming back to it um 
And so I'm in the cleaning process in my studio now, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited to... I really don't have anything to paint on or a room to paint, so yeah. I'll probably just be, like, taking a lot of these paintings that I have and taking them off and flipping them over no and, like, painting on them because um, I also don't have money for materials. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's been good. I, I've i thought a lot about my work, and so I feel like I can come to it, like, in the time that I wasn't making, I thought a lot about it, and yeah. I can come to it with a bit more of a, like clarity and like consideration than i was before yeah and you come up with just a different perspective maybe even on how everything is and a fresh mind and like yeah i also looked at a lot of work like i wasn't making stuff but i was doing a fair amount of research kind of just like naturally and for fun and like on instagram yeah (laughs) um and so that is really good like yeah um i learn a lot from the way other painters paint so yeah um yeah, I think ultimately it was good. I still don't know like where my practice is gonna go. Yeah, it's gonna probably always be hard to sustain it, just like money wise and time wise. Yeah, it's very yes. But I know that I want to keep doing it. Yeah, that's good. That's and that's the most important part, you know. Yeah. But I think it's cool that you know. And I was thinking about someone a painter or a photographer or whatever just going all the time without a break. This doesn't even sound right. You know what I'm saying? I think everyone. Yeah needs to either has either needs to do this or you know we'll do it later on even now even if they don't think they will yeah you just gotta take a step back you know when you make stuff it's so often tied to like your identity and your like self yeah and that can be really draining just to like keep producing and keep producing and not Mm -hmm. like be adding anything back you know is not really a healthy (laughs) way to do stuff not at all and and Um, forcing something that's not there yeah Yeah. and yeah and i wasn't really doing that like i wasn't producing a lot earlier this year um i just was like in a mental turmoil about it (laughs) forever and not getting anything done and so i was like well i'm just gonna button this up and pretend it's not a thing i do anymore for a little while and see how that feels because maybe that's what i need to do um and in doing that i was like i don't think that's what i need to do because i'm still thinking about it every day exactly times a day exactly and that's cool that you take step back to see if you that's what you want to do and like it's on your mind so it's like this is what i want to do you know so that's cool i'm i'm very uh excited to see what you kind of do with it when you return i'm sure you have a lot of things to get on canvas and stuff that will be very kind of different possibly yeah yeah Yeah, i think so yeah that'd be amazing i'm Mm -hmm. rooting for you um cool but yeah i definitely thought that was very important to discuss is like you know just just taking a break and taking a step back and you know just enjoying life in different ways Mm -hmm. for a little bit that's awesome yeah cool so i guess kind of coming down uh what is have you been in like any galleries or have you having any of that hmm i mean a couple yeah. just uh i did like when hillary clement did that pop-up yeah last christmas okay and that. yeah um the problem is i don't apply to things yeah. <laughs> because it takes time and yeah. effort yeah. and there are deadlines yeah. and i miss them <laughs> yeah exactly but i mean i have shown once at vae in raleigh and i really like that space and i would like to apply for more things there yeah. um it's definitely something that's always on my goals list is like I'll p- pick three things and apply to them or yeah. you know and um it's that hard. is something i want to get better at too but it's hard for me to balance that like project management aspect with like like the artist person because like the artist person needs one thing which mm-hmm. is totally unrelated to project management yeah absolutely <laughs> and also my time is really limited now and so it's you know i hope to improve upon that yeah i do want to get my work out of my 
freaking studio yeah because i don't have room and i want sure if people can buy it that's cool but like i just it needs to leave (laughs) some way somehow (laughs) so i can make new stuff and um and also you know it's made to be seen i guess so yeah Um, absolutely but yeah i haven't been in that many shows that's something i want to change yeah like soon yeah that'd be good um I feel like I was going to say something else about that, but I can't remember yeah, yeah. If it comes up to you, just go ahead and blur it out. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's cool, though. I mean, being an artist is hard. I mean, it really is. And you're doing it. You have a day job. And yeah. that's probably mentally and then physically draining. Mm-hmm. And that's what's cool. You got to support your artists. Because we're... we're I'll, I'll put myself in there, too, because I'm also in the kind of the same boat. Yeah. So we're just going through the struggle to the point where we get... You know, like, where we can freely do art and it's all frolicly and we're doing whatever. <laughs> You know, seriously though, until we get to that point, it's just it's just trudging through trudging through yeah. mud. Yeah. Well, know? and I the way I think about it is like I may not ever be at that point, but I don't think that's like I hope that would be great. Yeah, I mean exactly. I love that, but I don't. I have to live my life and consider that that may not be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, painting is still a thing I want in my life anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, because there are it's valuable to me in ways other than that. You know, mm-hmm. um, so just like figure out how that's gonna look and mm-hmm. like be it's really dicey yeah <laughs> it's absolutely really absolutely that's crazy so, so yeah. i guess knowing what you know now what would you have told yourself you know in high school of how this kind of road would be what advice would you what have you given yourself um wow i <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I was so ner- I was such a nervous person yeah. in high school. Yeah. I don't know. I think I just feel like you know it's gonna be fine. Like it's just there's gonna be terrible parts yeah. and beautiful parts. Yeah. And that's just sort of what life is. But I think um, I I do. I'm really thankful to my high school self for, um, like, following her curiosity and a thing that you really care about. Because, like, even if I decide next month that I'm going to quit painting and never do it again, the experience of, of, like, learning and, like, devoting your time and energy to something that you really are interested in is a super valuable experience, you know? Mm -hmm. And you learn so much, no matter what the thing is, like, you learn so much about just how to accomplish things, like, how to... Um, follow through and like and kind of like learn on your own um, so I think that was really a good overall good thing yeah. even though now I'm like what do I do with like, my life what, what am I doing <laughs> yeah <sighs> um, but yeah awesome. I'd rather just say like it's fine yeah. it's just gonna be fine that's perfect <laughs> I usually ask that in a different way I usually ask like what advice would you give to other up and comings but I was yeah. curious I kind of threw a curveball at you with yeah. that yeah um yeah, when I saw that question, like, what if I do have for amateurs? I was like, like me? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man. But, no. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the advice that you give to anyone. You know, follow your curiosity and it's going to be okay. And, you yeah. know, just take those risks. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. that's cool. I'm going to shout out to your dad for I just think it's really cool. <laughs> shout out to Marty. Yeah, dude, shout out to him because that's cool that he went to that with you and was like, okay, I see this actually. Okay, let's go ahead and do it. You know, yeah. I, I got your back. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's pretty cool. And talk to your mom, too, for... She also for, came around. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. I, I love... You know, it's weird. The parents of artists are so just all over the place, you know? Yeah. So, it's just cool that they, you know, have your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Cool. Yeah, so I guess if you did have a a dream um, outcome of your life, what would that be? <laughs> I mean, I would love to live in a beautiful natural place again and have like a super amazing studio with like natural light and just be in there doing my yes, thing yes. and like have somebody who's doing the business side of art for me <laughs> oh, and yeah. like yeah. uh you know like living off of selling the shit i'm making mm-hmm. that would be sweet yes um yeah but I also am interested in other things. I could settle for something else. Exactly, exactly. I think I'm, I'm kind of interested in teaching. Um, I oh. don't know. Like, lately I've been thinking more about that. And I don't know how that will really play out. But yeah, I, do, I really enjoy talking to people about their work and, like, watching people's work change over time. And, mm-hmm. like, I would go around in school outside of critiques and just, like, go to the people in my class and be like, oh, so, like how's it going like what are you making like yes. I basically do like in progress critiques yes. with other students in my class because i just love to do that yeah. and um i mean it'd be sweet to be a professor but there are like not any jobs doing that <laughs> um i also i do like kids like maybe i could teach kids but i don't want to be like in Oof. public schools <laughs> or schools really uh, at all that is exactly like, i don't know um so i don't know that's something i'm thinking about but yeah that's cool that's a very, I think that's all very doable. So the world's yeah. open to you. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, dude, thank you so but, much for coming. Yeah, thanks for It's been amazing. Me. And yeah, been you brought Apple Crisp. I'm still yeah. like craving that right now. Well, there's more like a whole pan of it. So. You're not getting your pan back. <laughs> Jacob's, <laughs> Jacob's hyped. <laughs> um, yeah, so give us uh, your information where we can find you online. Um, everything's just my name, which we have figured out it's really hard to spell the last name. Whatever. So. <laughs> don't, don't call me out my podcast. It's MorganPenchoff.com. Yeah. And my Instagram handle is also just my first and last name. Morgan yes. Penchoff. Absolutely. Um, and you do have a shop I see on your site. So your stuff oh, is Oh, yeah. Open. I have a couple studies listed for sale. Just things that are easy to ship. Yes. So um, please. I might be adding to that soon. Okay. Yes. Check out her site. Her, yeah. Check out her shop. Support her. She's amazing. She's also at, um, of 205. Yeah, collective. This is our third artist we've interviewed from there. Um, it's an amazing studio downtown Greensboro. No one knows about it for some reason. Um, yeah, <laughs> they're like two or what? And There's, like, it's nobody's oh. job to like promote it. Yeah, so that's very why. true. But, but, but it's an open space where you can Everybody's publicly come either. in. And yeah, you can come look at people's stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So come check that out. But yeah, support Morgan. She's the best ever. And yeah, keep listening to Free Pizza because. Uh, we love artists and promoting people <laughs> and making everyone's life better. <laughs> <laughs> We're all struggling. <laughs> but no, thanks again, Morgan. You're the best. Yeah, Bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>